Hey guys, and welcome back to the Mel Custer podcast. I'm bringing you a solo episode today, and what I want to talk about is your environment and how your environment matters. Now, there are a few different branches of environment that I want to go into, but I put a post on my Instagram stories the other day, and it just really like got some traction in regards to, firstly, the basics of your environment, so your physical environment, your house, your car, all of that sort of stuff, but also environment can be the people that you hang around with. So I'm going to go into both of those things, but firstly, I feel that we need to understand the energetics of things. So when we talk about environment, we're talking about the energy of the environment. So as you may or may not know, everything in this world is energy okay it's everything in this world is vibrating at a certain frequency so when you hear me talk about frequency think high frequency is like high vibe right low frequency low vibe so things that are vibrating at a low frequency are usually things that are just like not a vibe toxic negative all of that sort of stuff and then you've got the higher frequency things are things that are good. They make you feel good. They add to your... So think high energy or high frequency, good. Low energy or low frequency, not so good. That's probably the best way to describe it. So when we talk about our physical environment, it's important. It's actually so important, not just for mental health, but for your frequency and your vibration as well. So when we look at things like our car, the kind of car we drive, the way we treat our car, the the mess inside of it or the, the cleanliness of it, if it's feeling messy or dirty, and this goes for your house as well, your room, whatever your environment is, an environment is the, the place that you spend your time. It might be your desk at work. It might be whatever. Like it might just, just somewhere that you spend a lot of time. You Generally, it's the home, car, those sorts of things. If it's feeling messy and cluttered, generally speaking, you are going to feel messy and cluttered in that environment. And I know this is a really random example, but when my kids' rooms are messy, which is a lot, like kids mess up their rooms, they are more scattered. They're more more all over the place, a bit more messy in their behavior and like a little bit more erratic, to be honest. And I see this thing where we'll clean their rooms and put a lot of love and, and energy and time into making their room feel nice because that's their, their safe zone. And when their room is nice and clean and I get them to help me do it and those sorts of things, they are a lot calmer and a lot more chilled and less erratic. There's something in that. When we look at at adults, if you think about it, if your room is a constant mess and clutter, generally speaking, your mind is going to feel a little bit more cluttered or a lot more cluttered. Now, whether we like it or not, everything in our physical environment contributes to our frequency as it's all in our energetic field. Okay. Everything that is in your environment is in your energetic field. And remembering energy is contagious. We're going to go into that in terms of people very soon. But basically, if your space is cluttered or full of 
old energy because remembering everything is energy if it's full of old energy that is all taking up space within your energetic field when we look at manifestation calling in things calling in fresh energy we actually can't call in or bring in as much of those new and the new energy the new manifestations the things that we're wanting we can't always have that come in if our energetic field is cluttered now this is where firstly wardrobe like office all of those places that tend to pile up and we tend to accumulate it is such a good idea to very often and it could be once a month it could be once every three months once a week whatever suits you decluttering and like removing the old energy to create space for new things to come in into your energetic field so not only does it a create space in your energetic field b create space in your mind it's less tabs you have open because for as long as you're avoiding things whether that be cleaning out the fridge cleaning out the pantry cleaning out your wardrobe moving things around within your house whatever it is for as long as you're avoiding those things but you know that they need to be done they're taking up space a in your mind and b in your energetic field so what we need to do often is close those tabs or close those loops and get them out of the way because for as long as they're there that tabs open or the loops open it's taking your energy up now when it comes to these nitty-gritty things we generally avoid them because they're not fun to do okay sometimes they are sometimes some people froth a pantry clean out a quick Kmart or Ikea run to get some new storage stuff but generally speaking it's we'd probably rather sit on the couch watch Netflix scroll on our phone like let's be honest it's not the first thing that we want to do that's on our to-do list generally maybe after this podcast you'll be hyped and ready to go but generally speaking it's not the quotations fun work to do when it comes to energetics when it comes to mindset when it comes to mental health as well but when you start to understand the benefits of actually doing these things when you feel the feeling of how it feels to have these things done and close those loops and when you start to see those things that you're manifesting come in or the fresh energy it could be new friends it could be new opportunities whatever it is that you've been manifesting that you're calling into your energetic field more high higher it's generally speaking it's more higher vibrational or higher frequency things when you start to see them come in after doing this work it's like wow okay i see why this needs to be done i see how important this work is to do so take a look around at your environment and really ask yourself does this represent does my environment external environment does it represent how you want to feel ask yourself like is there some old energy that i can move out and honestly your wardrobe is one of the biggest things when it comes to personal growth and just evolving as a human when you look at your wardrobe you know the clothes hold memories yes but when you I I honestly believe there's nothing more freeing and liberating than donating old clothes I really feel like I'm letting go of old versions of myself when I do that and to me cleaning out my wardrobe is much more than just 
getting rid of some clothes. To me, it's like a, it's liberating, it's empowering, it's almost something, it's, I almost grieve when I do it. And I just think it's so healing and healthy to let go of past versions of yourself and just say goodbye once and for all and really be able to step into that new version of yourself. I just, I only do this a few times a year, but when I do it, it's just, it just feels so fucking good. Another thing that you can ask yourself is, is there something that I've been looking at and thinking like, I should really do that or I should really get to that or I should whatever. If there is, make some time to do it. I always recommend putting a a to-do list in your notes app, in your phone, and calling it tabs that are open or loops that need to be closed or whatever you want to call it, to-do list. And every time you think of something that needs to be done, whether it's like book a dentist appointment, pay a bill, uh, clean the pantry, pop it on that list. It will, A, stop you from worrying about forgetting because what our mind does is especially for women and especially if you're a mum, we have a thousand and one things on our mind 24-7 of things that need to be done and all of that. And what that does is it takes up energy, it takes up mental capacity. And so if you can get it out onto your notes app or, you know, onto a list, that is just going to free up that space in your mind. And then once you close that loop, you're actually going to free up that space in your energetic field as well. And when your external environment is fresh and clear, your mind can also then be fresh and clear. So honestly, that's what I have to say about environment in terms of your physical environment. But something else, like that's kind of in regards to places and things like that. And I know we spoke about the car the car analogy that Dish um, uses in the episode with her but your car is one of the other things that you spend a lot of time in. And this is something where I also need to practice what I preach because I don't keep my car anywhere near as clean as I should. I blame my kids, but really it's just my own laziness. It's my own, like it would honestly take me two seconds, maybe like, let's just say two minutes every time I get out of it at the end of every day to just grab the shit in the back that the kids have left. Like it would be two minutes less sitting on the couch um, and, you know, watching telly with Sean or something like that. So not even. So it's just holding myself accountable. And I think there's something you guys can learn from that as well is like, where are you saying, oh, I just don't have the time or, you know, the energy yet then you'll go inside and then just like scroll on your phone and like really check your screen time because that's not generally like when you're sitting and scrolling, it's not productive. And it's not to say every part of your day needs to be filled with productivity, but call yourself out. Like if you're saying, I don't have time to clean my car, which is, I can hand on my heart, say this is an excuse I used, then check your screen time. And for me, it was like, oh fuck, like I actually could just take two minutes in that day to grab the stuff out the back of the car. It's just holding myself accountable and doing that nitty gritty shit that I don't really want to do. And like, let's just, let me put it this way. Scrolling on Instagram, we think that it's relaxing, that we're just chilling, that it's downtime. It's actually not. You're actually expending dopamine while you do that. And what happens is with your dopamine, when you scroll and and you go on on social media and stuff like that, generally speaking, your dopamine will rise, right? Because it's giving, it's fueling that feel good hormone. 
And as much as your your dopamine rises, it will drop back below your baseline. So you'll be depleted in dopamine that same amount of time. So if you're scrolling for six hours a day, let's say your dopamine goes up to, I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm like, let's say your dopamine goes up to here. I'm going to give it a number, 50, right? Dopamine doesn't have a number, but let's just say 50 for, you know, podcast sake because you can't see me. Once you say it goes up, up 50 above baseline, when you're scrolling, when you finish scrolling, your dopamine will drop to minus 50. So you'll be actually depleted. It will drop below baseline. So this is why, and this is a whole nother conversation, and there's a really good podcast on this that I can link in the show notes, and it's by Andrew Huberman, and he explains dopamine and how it works and addiction. And honestly, learning this stuff has changed the game for me because when it comes to my phone, I work a lot on my phone and that's fine. But I was spending more time than I really needed to, like than I should have on my phone. And it would be just like catching up on what was going on with friends. And, you know, I would can fucking like put any reason and excuse or justify however I want how much screen time I was spending. Like there's 25 ways I could justify that it was an okay amount of screen time because of XYZ. But honestly, it just didn't, I didn't need to be on my screen that much. Like I can get on and I can post and I can create content and I can interact with friends within like much less time than I was spending on my phone. So that's also something that we can clean up. But yes, if you're, <laughs> I'm going way off track here, but we do, we, we think that it's like downtime and stuff like that. But when in actual fact, scrolling on social media is depleting you of dopamine, that feel-good hormone, and therefore energy. So when we're talking about, you know, conserving our energy and being protective with our energy, that's another thing that we need to look at. Now, your physical environment also includes people. So we we talked about the high vibe, we talked about the low vibe. There's this saying, and it is, you're only as good as the five people that you spend the most time with. There's a reason for this, okay? There's a reason. And that reason is energy is fucking contagious. If you put a high vibrational thing next to a low vibrational thing and or a high frequency thing and a low frequency thing next to one another, one, the high is going to come down and the low is going to come up. Think of this as people. This is where people, they get drained by other people. They get, they get drained of their energy because a low frequency people, low frequency conversations, low frequency behavior, whatever it is, that will suck the energy from the higher frequency person. Not only this, but like attracts like. So we're going deep into energetics here, but I'm here for it, which means Things that vibrate at a similar frequency will naturally be drawn together. So if you are working on your frequency and you're high vibrational and you are putting yourself in rooms or you have friends who are entertaining some low frequency shit, whether that's like bitching about one another, stuck in victim mode, they're comparing, comparing or competing, right? Those low shadow frequencies if they're doing that, it's naturally going to bring your frequency down. This is why I have 
friends around me who have high standards. Now, this is a whole nother conversation because I don't believe you want to be so such high standards you can't even be a human. Like, that's not the vibe. But for me, in my life, it's taken me quite a bit of time to put myself around people who are good for me, basically, who feel good, who, who you know, add to my bucket, who, when they are having issues or they're having problems or they need, you know, help or advice or whatever, that it doesn't feel heavy. It doesn't feel like it's, you know, draining me. And it all comes down to a lot of things, but energy and emotional intelligence as well. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who are quite toxic, let's just put it, let's just say it how it is, or low vibrational or low frequency, naturally that's going to lower your frequency. The people you surround yourself with is the person you'll become or the people you'll become. So the energy of the behavior or the conversations that you entertain is the energy you'll become because energy is contagious. So it's really important to be mindful of what and who you surround yourself with. It is no different than your physical environment in terms of your car, your house, the things around you. People also, it's very important. Now, this is where boundaries come in and boundaries are super, super important. Boundaries look so different for so many different situations. There are internal boundaries, there are energetic boundaries, there are boundaries with other people, but basically your energy is so, so precious and what you allow to come into contact with you or what you allow in your space or in your energetic field is going to affect your frequency. Remember that, guys. Remember that. Because when you're entertaining some leaky ass, low frequency shit, don't complain that you're depleted or that you're not, you know, calling in the things that you want. Because remember, like attracts like. So if you're vibrating at a higher frequency and you're wanting to call in things that are at a high frequency, whether that be job, money, like relationship, friendships, opportunities, Those higher frequency things are only going to come to you if your frequency is at a similar level because like attracts like. And this is going deep into like manifestation and energetics and I could have made this a masterclass and spoken about it for so long, but it's very important to understand this stuff because when you do, you'll be a lot more conscious and and wary and aware of who you surround yourself with, what your environment looks like, what your environment feels like, and how the things around you actually make you feel. And when it comes to people, I think sometimes what people do is they hold on to friendships or people in their life out of obligation, firstly, but be out of fear that they'll be lonely or they don't have anyone else and they're forever waiting for this high frequency friend or this like dream soulmate friend to just waltz into their life whilst they're still entertaining not so healthy for them friendships or people and like I'm just going to talk about friendships for the context of this but this could be in terms of anything and like holding on to people just because you feel like you should or you feel bad or you don't want to be lonely it's really not healthy and it's not nice for that person on the other end either. 
So for the longest time, I felt so alone. Yes, I have a partner, but I just craved girlfriends who were similar to me, that had similar interests, that, you know, wanted to grow, that wanted to hold themselves to a higher standard, but who also wanted to hold me to a higher standard. And that, like, I didn't really have anybody in my life that was like that. I had good friends and stuff like that, but I knew that I couldn't make new friends and I didn't have any space in my energetic field for these soul friendships that I was calling in. Therefore, I had to distance myself or, you know, end relationships with friends that were not good for me. And Sean and I both have done this. And honestly, once we ended the friendships with people who were just low fucking frequency, leaky, competitive, like you name it, the shadow shit that was playing out was just so gross. And there was a long time where we held on to friendships because we felt like we didn't really have anyone else to hang out with. And if we let go of those people, then like, you know, who are we going to have? And especially for me as like a girl, as a woman, we crave a lot of the time you know, other women that that are going to get us and understand us. And I just didn't have that for so long. And I always felt on the outer. And anyway, sometimes it's deepening the friendships that you have. So they're actually, they actually are aligned soul friendships and you have that depth and those things you're craving. But sometimes it's just that you're actually not, that's actually not the person for you. So it's not about going through and just deleting everyone from your life and you know, hoping to, it's not like that. It's not about cutting off everybody around you. That's not what I'm saying. There's two ways you can go about this. You're going to know deep in your gut right now when you're listening to this, those friends that you actually need to end friendships with or distance yourself from. Like you're going to know your intuition will tell you, but you'll also know that there are maybe potentially people in your life that you don't want to end things with and you see that there could be potential there, but you just actually haven't opened up that conversation or you haven't been vulnerable first. And this is something else that I did was there were friendships that I had that I just projected that they couldn't meet me where I was at. They couldn't go as deep as me. They didn't get me. They Whatever, whatever projections that I had when I actually hadn't been vulnerable. I actually hadn't been that expansive friend. I actually hadn't been that that deep friend. I hadn't opened up the conversations. And you can't just not open up the conversations and then be like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, they're just not my... Like, you can't just project that. And I've spoken about doing this with Sean and projecting that he couldn't go, you know, meet me at my depths and stuff like that. It was just so not true. So, like I said, you're going to know in your gut and in your, in your intuition the people that you need to cut and the people that you need to potentially maybe just distance yourself from for a while or the people that you just actually need to go, hey, I want this in our friendship or our relationship. I want to go deeper. I want to hold each other to a higher standard. Let's make a pact to just be really brutally honest with one another, even if it hurts. But, you know, we know that it's the best thing for one another and that you're going to grow and I'm going to grow and we can make this friendship, you know, go deeper than it is right now or be more expansive or be a higher frequency. And yeah, that's that's kind of like the gist around friendships and people in terms of your environment. So 
Key takeaways from today. Your environment, in terms of your physical environment, the, the, the places that you spend a lot of time, how can you upgrade it? How can you make it feel better? How can you make it higher frequency? Like, I even went through the other day and just, we had all these ratty ass tea towels and towels and shit like that. And I just went to, I only went to Kmart. Oh no, I got towels from Adairs, but I went to Kmart and just like bought some new tea towels and chucked the other ones out. Like it's time for an upgrade, babe. Like can, how can you upgrade your external environment? How can you upgrade it? You don't have to go buy a new car. You don't have to do nothing fancy. I mean, you can if you feel like it's time and you've got the money to do it and whatever. Yeah, upgrade your environment. And it's important to do this as we grow as well because sometimes what happens is we stay really humble as we grow and we don't upgrade the things externally to us. Whilst we've upgraded ourselves and we've grown and we've evolved, sometimes our external environment doesn't grow and evolve with us. So, it might be like for us, it was our house. Like we started off in a really small, tiny little like shitty rental when we first moved out. And then as we grew and we grew and we grew, we weren't actually upgrading that. And we stayed in this house for like eight years and we were like making plenty of money. Like we had two kids, we were still in this tiny little house. And I mean, we liked it and it was great, but we kind of hit this point where I said to Sean, we don't need to live like this anymore. And it's not that we were living badly or anything like that, but I just knew that it was time for an upgrade to upgrade our environment, to have a bit more space, just have something a bit newer, a bit nicer. And yeah, it was going to cost more money, but we were making that amount of money. We weren't living beyond our, me- beyond our means. So we moved and we moved into another rental, but it was just a newer house, bigger, but not, not heaps bigger, but just like upgraded. And then it was honestly within a year of living there. I'm pretty sure it was a year. Or was it two years? Two years. Within two years of living there, we had saved enough money and accumulated enough money to be able to buy our first home. So even though we were technically going from a like a, a lower house, I'm going to say lower house, but like a kind of shitty house to a nicer house. And even though we were increasing our our expenses because we're moving into a more expensive house, we actually, because our external environment had been upgraded and we we were living in a higher frequency home and environment, naturally our frequency raised too. And then we called in more opportunities and more money and we were actually then able to go buy our house. But it's funny because you would look at that and a lot of people would be like in scarcity or lack and be like, oh no, we'll stay here so then we can save the extra money. They don't actually think about their energy or their frequency being like important or being like a contributor to actually being able to buy a house or open another business or sell a business or whatever it is, they don't think about that. They only think about the money and how they should save the money. But it's like, what about your energy? What about your frequency? Like, how can you start to upgrade that? Because that is really important. And whilst there are more things that contribute to your frequency than just your environment, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to go into them all today. This is actually something that I go into. I have a masterclass that at the time of recording is coming up in two weeks and it's called The Key to Growth. 
And at, at the time of release, I think it will be like about a week in about a week's time. But I always usually sell my masterclasses afterwards as well. But the key to growth would go into like all the different things that are really important to have as your foundations or your building blocks, the things you need to nail to be able to call in those high frequency things, opportunities, friends. You can't do that stuff if you're not nailing the fundamentals and nobody really wants to look at the fundamentals and like the quotations basics. There's reasons why and I'm going into that in the masterclass. But yeah, if this has interested you and you've like liked this podcast and you it's kind of sparked something for you get in that masterclass. it's such a vibe like it's going to be such a vibe I've done all the notes I've got it all planned out um, all the slides are done I'm just waiting now until the 6th of June to hold it so if you're listening to this after the 6th of June and you want to get in on this you can DM me and I can send you the link for that but yeah it's, it's going to be really good but I think I'm going to leave it there this has been a big episode, but like just a lot of very potent information in such a short amount of time. So if you're feeling like, you know, a little bit dysregulated or confused or whatever, and you're like, just go back and listen again. Like I always say, when there's something like this, where there's a lot of information, go back and re-listen because you might just pick up something again. Uh, but yeah, I listen to my own podcasts like two or three times and then I'm still like, oh fuck, yeah, I didn't even pick that up last time. So, and I'm the one that records them. But I do feel like when I record them, I get into like a tr- a trance, I kind of want to say. Like it's very intuitive for me. It's very like downloads come through. Like I have semi-psychic abilities. That's a whole nother like that's a whole nother thing but I feel like sometimes the information whilst it's my knowledge and stuff like that it comes very intuitively and it's like I know at that moment what I need to say and how I need to I don't know it's super weird um so yeah but anyway I'm gonna leave it there I love you all thank you for listening to me in your ear holes and I will see you guys on the next one bye